Hello world and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer and you are listening to the podcast Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where I focus on not living in regret and forming high-functioning habits. I want to inspire you to transform your thoughts for a happier and higher functioning life. We are what we think and we get lost in limiting beliefs. We don't eat well, we don't take charge of our money, manage our commitments, and then wonder why we are stressed, overweight, in pain, and unhappy with our lives. I haven't met anyone that can't change their mind. That's why I always say, see you on the flip side, as I want to journey with you on coming out the other side. Side of what you might ask? Well, that's up to you. Good morning, world, and welcome to the show. Shelley Shearer here. And I want to talk today about, how would you say, hiring what you need, getting what you need, going looking for what you need. Uh, There's an old saying, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And I have certainly had a 24 to 48 hour uh, week like that. No two ways about it. My last podcast, uh, Start With The Person In The Mirror, I talked about the fact that uh, I was going to go speak with a girlfriend who is a coach and just kind of work through a few things, get myself back on track. So I've been really feeling lost through the last couple of months, uh, feeling that I lost my purpose, lost my direction. And there are actually in my business, in my coaching and speaking business, there are some logistics, uh, IT, software, you know, just marketing things that I really don't know how to do and been feeling I'm a little bit on a treadmill. And quite honestly, didn't feel like dumping a whole bunch of money into what if I'm looking for, you know, some answers, some solid answers and results. I'm a very results oriented person. And it's amazing what when you stick to your habits and you stick to your plan, you stick to your, you know, what you hold important in your life, your ideals, you allow the universe to work. If you're all over the map, the universe has a little bit of a tough time running around behind you. Now, we all spiral. We all have down times. We all can be sad. Uh, The word I should be using is can be, not that everyone does. I apologize. We can all spiral. We can all have down days. We can all lose our way. It's about the journey. And being someone in their 50s and being able to look back on my life and really you know, own it, become aware. In fact, I bring this up because specifically my girlfriend brought this up with circles yesterday in our coaching session, you know, two hours of, of hashing stuff out, talking about my 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and how, you know, every six years or so, you know, there were these milestones or these challenges or these changes, not everything's bad, just changes. And how she was commenting, especially for me in particular, she said, you always go out and find a solution. You just, you find a way to operate within the new normal. And I thought, yes, I do. I needed to own that because there's a lot of, been having a lot of self-doubt about other things, having self-doubt about things that you shouldn't and that people are, are right in your face about, it's just not smart. Okay, you don't need that kind of attention. It's like people that don't like their picture taken. To me, that's just people that, uh, I don't know. I have, I have get some counseling or quit needing to be the center of attention. Just it's, just it's just weird to me. It's a picture, all right? It just, instead of drawing attention away from you, actually you draw all the attention to you because now you've put this awkwardness in front of everyone around you that you're always ducking out of the picture and being strange. So if you're looking to not attract attention, take my word for it. If you're the person that's always like, no, 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 don't take a picture of me. You're attracting all the attention. And if that's what you're looking for, you got it. 
Oh, that was a little segue. <laughs> and when I was younger, I didn't actually really like my pictures of myself. I wasn't super photogenic. That's actually changed in my in my later years. Something about my you know my, my bone structure, just my skin tone, whatever. I take a good picture these days, and I'm okay with it. I'm it's not egotistical. It's just I have changed photogenically. Uh, maybe my acceptance is a little better as well, but I can still look back at pictures of myself younger and go, yeah, not great. <laughs> but I look at pictures of myself now and go, hey, you know what? I'm okay with that. That's what I look like. There I am. So there's some acceptance in there, but I also just think there were some physicalities. But that's just my opinion. Anyways, back to our topic of today, uh, getting what you need and being open to, you know, searching out and getting what you need. So when, when your coach says to you or a mentor or, or friends are always telling you the same thing over and over again, this comes naturally to you. This is what you're good at. These are your strengths. Try and own them. Accept the compliment and accept that. Own it. Own that parts of yourself. We all have enough negativity and enough stuff that we have to and need to be working on in our lives to discount and disregard what is working and what we are good at and what our strengths are. Okay, so she really kind of took me through this and I realized she is right. I, I am good at that. That is a skill set I have. I am a survivor. And although I do tend to suffer from depression and often spiral sometimes and really wonder, you know, what's the point? It's short lived. And the older I get, the shorter lived it is. You know, what was years is now months and then became weeks and days and hours sometimes now it's I can get right over that. What that attracted, oh, sorry, let me back up. So sticking to, you know, your guns and your habits. Networking meeting yesterday, I did not want to go. The day before, I had injection therapy in my face and I was in a lot of pain and slept very poorly. And it was like 5 a.m. when finally the pain, I noticed it was gone and I literally fell asleep for a couple of hours. That would have been a perfect day, an excuse for me stay in bed with a book. My back hurt, my jaw was on fire, my head was about to explode, and I really just wanted a day of rest. But I had commitments. A client did need something for a couple hours, wasn't huge, but I also, this monthly networking, I have committed to that. I have very specific reasons for joining this group, getting out of the house, connecting with other women's, women, giving the uh, university opportunity to drop stuff in my lap. If you're holed up in your home and having no interaction with anyone, physical, social media, or whatever, it's pretty hard for the universe to bring you what you need because you're giving it no opportunity to work with circumstances that it can work with. In other words, if it involves other people, other people kind of need to be around is a little bit the point I'm making. So I made a commitment to this group and I'd also RSVP'd, so I was expected. And if I wasn't going to be there, someone else could have had my seat. It's capped at 50 women. And that wasn't really fair of me. So I put on my big girl panties and took my Tylenol. Did the did a podcast. And I had committed to seeing my girlfriend for the for this coaching. And although I was definitely feeling better about, you know, the fight with my husband the week before and, and other things in my life. I knew I really needed to spend some time with her and really kind of get some stuff out on the table. So I got up and I went. I met the commitment. That is important to me as a person. And the reason I'm pointing this out is it's sticking sometimes to your routines and your commit, keeping your commitments 
and and staying within the parameters of what you consider important for you know your what's the word ethics and things like that that allow you to be consistent people to see you a certain way consistently over many years and decades and then that attracts what you truly want because you're putting out and consistently living a certain vibration okay and a certain a certain standard so what happened coaching went great really was feeling more motivated more positive about the fact that I do have certain skill sets and I I need to not give up on those things. I do have something to contribute. I may never stand in front of a stadium in front of 15,000 people. That really may not be my calling. But there are lots of people out there that just need to hear that just take the first step. They need encouragement on change. They just need to hear a bit of wisdom. And I'm happy to impart my life lessons and things I've learned in my own life. That was a, a great time. Now, a couple of weeks back when I was in Vegas... My original plan in Vegas was to take my laptop and work on my website. I might have, excuse me, mentioned it in a podcast. By the way, that didn't happen. I also made the decision before I left that no, I truly needed to break. I needed a full break from all things work and stress related and to just rest. Spend time with my husband and spend those three and a half days on my own resting. And I'm glad I did. However, while I was in Vegas, a gentleman that I had just barely started to coach with two years ago because he worked for my podcast coach, um, contacted me, just reached out right out of the blue. And I thought of Adam often, but you know what, when you're in a situation, we hadn't really become friends, friends. We, I was a client and he was paid to coach me. And also just life has just been crazy this last year and, you know, with working more and, and just trying to solve some financial issues in our house and, and just creating some harmony. I really just never got around to even just reaching out and saying hi for, for, you know, both those reasons. But he did. And his timing was perfect. I really enjoyed my short time with him coaching. He challenges me. He calls me on my BS. He, he, um, he holds me accountable uh, and he, he kind of, he just gets me. He's never met me, which I think is kind of helpful. Something I heard the other day was sometimes it can be a little difficult when you are coaching or getting advice from someone that you know really personally and well, because you could walk away, you could walk away from a session with them taking what you wanted to hear because that person knows you. They might, for instance, if they knew your partner and you were having issues, they, they know the partner, they've known your life. So there is, whether you really intend it or not, there is an unconscious coloring of that, I'll just use the word advice, it's not really the word I'm looking for, because of the friendship. Adam has never met me in person, and it was simply his job to dig through my BS, find my why, get my purpose, get me on track. But unfortunately, him and the company parted ways, and um, and it never continued, and I was coaching with the owner for a couple of sessions and we got things to a certain point and then it sort of ended my coaching contract ended but I wasn't where I wanted to be I didn't feel that you know I didn't have websites launched this was technical stuff maybe not that important what I was encouraged to do was just keep making content so I have I've spent three years it's almost June I started this podcast three years ago in June. So I kept making the content. I stayed consistent. I had a commitment. I have listeners and followers. And I just felt that I had a commitment to, to them, but also to myself. 
I definitely, I'm going to be honest, you know, podcasting for me is therapy for me as well. It is how I stay strong in my convictions because what, you know, it's like going on a diet. If you keep it to yourself, who's going to care if you break it? But if you go and tell every single person that you're going to start a new eating plan, you've decided to be healthier, you know that you've got all those friends kind of watching you (laughs) and you're kind of conscious about it and you are definitely going to try and stick to it a little better because you've got all this attention on you. Well, it's sort of the same deal. I have no one keeping me accountable. When you don't have a mentor or coach, there's no one saying, hey, you need to keep moving forward. I can let weeks, days, months, years pass. And there's no one really kind of caring what's going on and and in the know. So I have very little accountability when there was no one working with me one-on-one. Then in turn, I also was just getting a little bit lost in the tech. I just was not finding the time and energy, because I usually manage my energy, not my time, uh, to learn all this new stuff, to learn how to create my own website. Even though I have a very dear friend and a client, actually, that builds websites, we just haven't found the time, and his business is exploding. I didn't want to kind of bug him again. We never really got very far the last time, and I was unclear what I wanted, and he didn't really know where to go without direction. I just really just kind of wanted the website to be a landing page and it look a little better because my podcast page for those of you that listen to me through the website is pretty sad and pathetic. I know it guys. It's a free website that WordPress offers. I have never gotten around to creating the professional backup to my podcast and to take things to the next level. So what I'm saying is instead of getting lost in all what you don't hate, hire, go find what you need. It is very important to recognize when your time is being used appropriately and has value or when you are using, here's another little little uh, segue, when you are using your inability to get something done as an excuse not to move forward, that's been my brilliant one for the past six months. Not going to lie about that. Full on own that one. Uh, or simply you do not have skill sets or uh, expertise in an area that really would be taking away from your billable income for me. I really can't sit around for three weeks and not work while my accounting clients, I have commitments and bills to pay while I learn to build websites. There are people out there for some of these things. Now, yes, things cost money, so you need to be smart about it, but you also need to just put it out to the universe and say, okay, you know what, I need to let this go because if you're hanging on to something with iron fists, the universe is not going to come and wrestle it from you. At least that's not ever been my experience. You hang on, it's just going to let you. So you have to let it go. And it is amazing, one, the freedom of that, because subconsciously we hang on to so much crap and it just weighs in our unconscious and in the back of our minds. And it's just like, whew, little voices in our head are just talking to each other all night long and you're not sleeping. Let it go. But also there might be a more creative way, some barter system, someone young and upcoming that just needs some experience on his resume or her resume that could help you with some of these things. But you aren't going to find them unless you go plug yourself in. So part of it was the women's group. It it met one set of needs, but it also opened up a whole avenue of exploratory uh, investigation into who might be doing what out there. And it would be great to, you know, give my business to someone that uh, I'm in connection with. Or someone like your old coach can just phone up and just say, hey, how you doing? Just, you know, I kind of missed you, wondering how you were doing. And then three weeks later, you finally get through things and text him back to say, 
I'm home, things are settled. How are you? Then he phones. We might actually work together now. We have found a commonality. He has some ability that to easily meet some of my needs that for things that for me were very overwhelming. But since he's already, you know, spent time and energy perfecting some of these social media and marketing things, me sort of tagging along isn't a, isn't a big deal for him. But it's a huge deal for me. Plus, I needed a coach and he's willing to work with me again. Well, in 48 hours, I've gone from why am I bothering to two coaching sessions, prospect for the future, a new endeavor, and a huge amount of my IT solution uh, issues being solved. But none of that was going to happen until I let go and I opened up for answers. Bookkeeping is something I do very well and it's very intuitive to me. Maybe it's because I learned it young. Maybe it's how my brain was wired. I learned it in actual high school, actually. My degree type information uh, uh, t training came after high school, after in university and, and trades training, whatever, um, sorry, professional training. But I actually learned it in, in grade 11 and 12. When your mind is younger and it before computers, so I had to learn it manually. So it stuck with me and it made sense to me. Maybe it's just part of my logical brain. Numbers might be my thing, even though, you know, I actually can't, don't know my times tables. Never learned those. Uh, so I, I have struggled doing things in my head. But the rest of it came very easy. There's people that is not easy for. And there are so many entrepreneurs out there, for instance, that do not hire accounting help and get themselves in big, big trouble with their business, their cash flow, and the government because they think they can do something that they shouldn't be doing and can't simply do. So it works both ways. I feel that need for other people. I don't think twice about it, but I was hesitating and using it as a bit of an excuse. I'm not going to lie to not handle those things in my own life. I was allowing my sword inexperience, my lack of knowledge. Then as I let things go so long, doubt started to creep in. Then my fear. Do you see how short a trip it was straight to fear? So once again, what are we feeding ourselves? Because it affects everything. So I realized I talked about that in the last two podcasts. And I want to talk today about just go out and find what you need. Hire what you need. Attract what you need in your life, in your business. But unfortunately, for my listeners, you're going to hear some reiteration here because those things behind it kind of all play into this topic. Sorry, that's just kind of how things work. So now here I am faced with an answer to my problems. It's, an, it's a solution I can afford. It'll be a sacrifice for, uh, for the next year, but I can make it work. It is, so my parameters were no debt. Uh, getting it done, I didn't want any more empty promises. I needed to work with people that would get these things done for me and someone that I could talk to. Uh, you know, my spouse, he's a good man, but we do very different things in our work life and we really don't communicate, you know, really great about this kind of stuff. And he's also really, he's not the expert in this stuff. He can't be my coach. He can't, I can, you know, tell him what's going on and vent a bit, but he's, he's not the feedback that I'm looking for and I need in my arena, in my professional arena. So I know sometimes that's really hard for people, especially with spouses, because we feel that maybe, well, I, I know that in my 
practice over the years, I've come across people that feel like they are, uh, the word was right there, betraying their spouse or their partner because, you know, they don't have all the answers for them. But that's just egotistical and silly on both your parts. Unless that person really truly can answer your questions, you need to go find people that can. Don't put that all on your partner. They're there for moral support and love and, and all sorts of other things, but they may not be the best person to deal with your business or issues that you may be having. I don't go to my husband for my medical issues. I go see my doctor. Well, business is the same way. My husband works for someone. He is not an entrepreneur. He is not self-employed, never has been. It's not how his mind and spirit work. I'm an entrepreneur. I was, when he met me, I am and will be to the day I die. Therefore, I need to go outside of our marriage to find some answers for some of these things and professionals that can help me. So it depends on your situation. So don't always apply my stories, you know, broad uh, stroke to your life. But I need you to try and just find the similarities or relational wise, say, you know what, not the same situation, but that applies to this in my life. Or not the same example, but it applies to this situation. Okay? Find what you need. There's nothing, first of all, there's nothing wrong with asking for help. I please, I hope, that could be a free podcast all on its own, I swear. Uh, asking for help means you get an answer. And if you have some limiting belief about that, change your freaking mind. Like, now would be good while you're listening to this podcast. All you have to do is change your mind about it. That is a complete and utter untruth and it's a limiting belief that you have got in your own head and it's holding you back okay asking for help does not make you weak does not make you less and has value I, I, I thought there was a third thing there it's not coming to my head these things you it has value you learn the second someone gives you a piece of information not only is your situation handled but you now have the information to help someone else that is why I am so free with information. People comment it all the time and I'm just like, oh, absolutely. I don't mind telling you that or sharing that with you. Knowledge is power and the more powerful people there are on the planet, the more change that we can bring about. The I believe in any third world country, the first thing that should be addressed is education because an educated population can enact change. If people don't know what they don't know, nothing changes. They will they will never question. They will never move beyond what, you know, they have because they have no knowledge or ability to know more. Big proponent of that. Uh, build the wells, build the schools. Some other things I really truly believe just need to happen. Just let evolution do its thing. But those two things is something I do believe just needs to be brought to the, to the globe in general. Sometimes we're lucky in life and knowledge comes for free. I live in a, in a world that through taxes, education is free. Sometimes you are, or I am, sometimes I'm the giver of it, sometimes the receiver of it, but I'm sitting, you know, with a client in an ionic foot bath and they ask me questions and I'm happy to spend that 30 minutes giving them any answers or any information they need while they're sitting in that foot bath. And people often look at me and go, wow, happy to do that. And oftentimes it works the other direction. I'm just out and about and someone enlightens me sends me in the right direction, gives me a referral. These are all really, really positive things. So again, back to the limiting belief. If you truly have, if you're listening to this and all of a sudden like the voice in your head just jumps up and says, uh, 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 I want you to please address that. I want you to acknowledge it. And I want you to think about what needs to change to change that limiting belief. Because 
It is not weakness. Again, I'm going to reiterate that. It is not weakness. It is power. Knowledge is power. That is why we actually have a globe that is so unbalanced because such a minority of people have knowledge and money. Therefore, they have the power. There's also, especially North America, because we are the countries that we are here in Canada, United States, it's a little sad that we have the information and the knowledge and we take it for granted. That's another, another whole issue. We take our rights and our freedom and our, and our power and our knowledge for granted. And that's a sad thing because when you take it for granted, it means you open the door to let someone else take it away from you. That means you open the door for governments to become corrupt and you say nothing and you do nothing. And you know what? You lose the country that, you know, you were so proud of and, and whatever. So, you know, don't let that happen in your life. It starts in a small avenue area, sorry, small arena, and then it can be global. But again, back, it's always got to start with you. You are the beginning of the change. But as you change yourself and your awareness grows and that ripple, it's a ripple effect, a butterfly effect. It just grows and grows and grows. And you get more concerned about bigger and bigger things because the little things are looked after. When you are tiny and you learn to ride a bike, once you know how to do it, you're done. Then you're off and running to the races, man. Then you're looking for the skateboards, you're looking for the rollerblades, and you're on to the next thing. You don't go back at 14 and learn to ride the bike again. You're done with that one. The bike's just part of your life now until you learn to drive a car. Life, knowledge, our business, our awareness, our society, governments, I believe it all works very similarly, actually. So to end this podcast, the only thing I really wanted to, to kind of bring to the table today was to share one my wins. Because I know if you listen to the last two podcasts, <clears throat> excuse me, there, you know, there was definitely my challenges being talked about. But to give you hope that when you let go and open up, you allow the universe to bring you what you need. Get rid of some of those limiting beliefs. If you believe it for asking for help is, is just a bad thing. No, it's not. Admitting weakness is not a bad thing. And for starters, right out of the gate, I don't actually believe that's a weakness. It just might be an area you need to strengthen, but it doesn't make you weak. It doesn't mean that you're ignorant. It just means you didn't know that. That is the whole point of being human and having a brain, of which we only use nine point something percent of it, by the way, according to doctors and statistics. So just if you could just even just accept that reality, then it's really easy to accept that you just don't know everything. And then go find what you need. If the if you need to go out and allow the universe to bring it to you, or you actively need to go out, start hitting the phone book, call up friends and relations, say, hey, this is what I need. Do you know anybody? Get her done. Because if you let your lack of knowledge or help become your excuse to not move forward and get things done, you will let the fear come in. Because it really, truly just builds on itself. You let enough time pass, and then, you know, not knowing becomes the doubts, and then the doubts bring, you know just grow into the fear. And then honestly, you can paralyze yourself in your life, in your business, and your family. And we just so don't want that. So take my advice on this one. Go hire what you need. There are people out there to do just about anything. It actually, sometimes I get a good kick out of, you know, watching a TV show and, and someone says they're doing this or someone's hired someone to do that. And I'm like, seriously, people, there's someone that does that for a living. And apparently there's someone that does pretty much everything for a living. And this is the age of information for the love of all that's holy, Google it, okay? There is reason our kids just look at us and go, oh, you can Google for that. Just Google it. 
or Ask Jeeves or whatever the, you know, the new platforms are, doesn't matter. Information is at our fingertips. Libraries are still open and there is an entire network of business associations out there or home associations or health associations that can tie you in to people that can give you the answers that you need. And don't be afraid that you always think it's going to cost money. My problem got solved today for a third of what I thought the problem was going to cost to solve. And, and I'm still hesitating a little bit because I tend to be a jump before you look type of person. And I sometimes get a little scared that I'm thinking of making another, you know, um, monetary commitment when maybe that's not the right answer. But I've been on a treadmill, treadmill here and a little hamster wheel, I mean, for about six months now and nothing's moving forward. I, I need help and I need answers and I can't do it myself. So I, I need to make a change. And I think this is the answer to my, to, in particular, to me is my change. That may be very different for you. But, you know, don't always assume it's going to cost a fortune. Don't always assume it might even cost anything. There's a lot of information out there for free. YouTube, it's amazing how many people, coaches and professionals will give a lot of information out for free because they're kind of cost, called lost leaders. They're hoping perhaps you need bigger help and then those are better clients for them and the type of people they want to work with. And it sort of allows them to weed out all the, you know, wannabes and people that just want like a little bit of information. It allows them to impart some of their knowledge and you're the beneficiary of that. So search out what you can for free, search out what you can barter for, and then work on your budget and find out what you need to pay for while you go do something else with your time. Have a great day, everyone, and I will catch you on the flip side. Thank you again for joining me today and remember to focus on not living in regret. I invite you to subscribe to my show so you don't miss a thing. You can reach me on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at either High Functioning Habits or Living Well with Shell. And I invite you to leave a rating on my show about what you like best or message me with something you'd like me to speak on next. Remember, willpower will only get you so far, then you better have a plan.